0: Welcome to EPL Soccer Junkies, part of the USA Today podcast network. I'm Martin Rogers, joined as always by the soccer diva Sophie Nicolau. and the new season is almost upon us. You weren't enjoying summer that much anyway, were you? Well, Paul Pogba certainly is. The France international has become the world's most expensive footballer, a transfer worth £110 million, pounds In even in these post-Brexit days, a sizable chunk of change. Sophie, extraordinary summer big signing what are your thoughts on it
1: i thought i think we all felt there was going to be a time where this would happen and i i believe that the anticipation was that it would get to that point if a ronaldo or messi moved uh, even neymar would fetch quite a sum and suarez my immediate reaction uh, and question to you when i was thinking about uh, recording today was if pogba is worth 100 million then what is ronaldo messi suarez neymar worth it's 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 incredible to me that a club like man united let him go on a free and they're buying him back at eight quadruple the price more than that
0: no ab- absolutely I, you know uh, and my answer to the question on Ronaldo Messi and the others is I think they're worth less than him and the only reason I say that is because yeah absolutely because of his age and it's a simple factor of economics in the current climate it, it, Paul Pogba is 23 years of age and so here's the thing here's your thinking if you're Manchester United okay we're going to get him for a long contract right now and then we might get him for another long one we might have this player playing at somewhat close to his peak because obviously modern players peak a little later, we might have this guy at something close to his peak for 10 or 11 years. Same thing could not happen with 31-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo. Same thing couldn't happen with 29-year-old Lionel Messi, who gets kicked around every week. And that's the reason and thinking behind it. Soccer, you know, it's It's so awash with money right now that the performance of players is such a commodity that that's why the longevity more than anything is what factors into this. And I think if this... Uh, transfer fee is broken anytime soon it's not even necessarily going to be broken by someone who's considered the best player in the world at that time it might be broken by a 20 21 year old superstar who someone thinks right this guy is my club's future for the next decade
1: I get that completely but football as well these days is all about instant gratification Mourinho hasn't bought Pogba for him to be good five years down the line United may have bought him to be good five years down the line but he's got to deliver Liver now and if we're talking about value based on the methodology and strategy of football these days where it's win now Suarez is 29 i get you know a 31 year old ronaldo but if i'm if i'm a team and there's one player i want in my team to score goals that's suarez and if paul pogba is worth 100 then suarez is worth 150 in my opinion i know he's 29 but i still find his youthfulness worth investing in, and I would would pay for three years because I think Suarez will keep going for another two or three years. I understand that they're also investing in the future, Martin, but that is a lot of money for a player who scored eight goals last season. I know he's not a goal scorer by nature. He definitely has been a sensation at Juventus. It was a bit of a slow start for him to be honest. There's times where he drifts in and out of games. He's a good player, but I just don't know if he's worth Renato Sanchez to me, um, the uh, by Munich who shone for Portugal at Euro 2016. When I see him on the pitch, I see differences. I see and I'm not saying Paul Pogba isn't a good player, but He's not that type of player that grabs your attention and you look at him on the pitch and say, oh yeah, he's a real point. He-.
0: No, but that but that's for us, Sophie, isn't it? That's for us and that's for the fans. Yeah, I mean, for someone like Mourinho, he doesn't care about you know how good someone looks. He cares about, right, is this guy going to help me win? And, and he has a different view on those kind of things to what you or I or, or any fan who wants to be entertained would have. I remember when, uh, when Mourinho was in charge of Chelsea and Joe Cole had what everyone assumed was a breakout performance and one of his sort of greatest performances in a Chelsea shirt and Mourinho just lambasted him afterwards and, and picked out in a press conference in front of everyone 10 different ways in which he thought Cole could have been better in that game and and it, they're not the kind of ways that the average fan is going to look at I think Mourinho said, said to them look, go get me this guy and they, they probably said to him look, you've got one big one you've got one really, really big one and we'll get you two or three other you know pretty good signings who do you want? And hey, this is the guy that he identified. He sees something in him. I, to, to me, I think Pogba is a top 10 in the world type player right now. And given the lack of availability of, of certain other players, I I see it. And, and when you talk about value in the modern day and age, it has to be through a certain lens. It's not like, you know, Arsene Wenger is the only person who still kind of really looks for value for money. Everyone else is like, right, we've got tons of money. Let's just spend whatever it takes.
1: I, I totally understand that clubs operate that way. And, you know, Arsene definitely has said a few things in the press this week that don't lead me to believe we're buying anybody else, Martin. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> but OK, so let's find a, before we talk about the wages, let's just exhaust this conversation in terms of the fee, because let's let's look at Neymar. He's a global superstar. Now, people keep saying that Pogba is a superstar. No, I think he's a star. And I think he's a superstar in the making because I believe that he he has to play in a league other than Syria and win at the highest level. He had a solid Euro 2016. He had moments where he let his team down, the penalty, but he did pick himself up and he ended up having a solid tournament. Someone like Neymar is a global superstar. He goes to South Africa. He'll go to South Korea. He'll go everywhere and people will know who he is granted he has that brazilian thing behind him he's 24 martin he's been brilliant for barcelona if he's going on the market is neymar then not worth a lot more than pogba if he's going to you know do you do you not agree that neymar at least is and should be
0: oh oh, definitely because same thing with neymar you you think you might get a a decade out of the guy and and, but yeah but but not on the market and not you know not available at the during this transfer window I I think it's an interesting one about the celebrity I think 10 years ago when clubs were still sort of becoming these huge brands I think that was more of a thing than it is now I think nowadays if you're United you're really just playing for the player because if you're Manchester United you're such a massive brand anyway I'm not even convinced that there is a player who could who could drastically inflate you know, United's brand because they're at such a level already. They have such global support already that yes, you know, if, if Neymar came on board, there'd be a, a bit of a spike in South America. But um but, but but I'm not sure that's enough to convince a team to pay a whole bunch more money for someone. Um I, I think it's reached that point where it's past that now. If you're a smaller club on the other hand, if you're Atletico Madrid, if you're Everton, if you're Tottenham Hotspur even then that type of signing would have the ability to to sort of push you to a whole new level. But I think if you're United, Barcelona, Real Madrid... Liverpool even um, and you're, you're such a brand with such widespread support anyway I'm not sure that factors in but yes you know Neymar pr- probably you know in terms of pure value um, you know, probably is the most valuable player in the world right now if you're taking into account age and longevity and that kind of stuff look we all know who you know I, I assume we you know, b- both agree that the best two players in the world in terms of pure football are Ronaldo and Messi but when I talk about value I'm talking about the fact that you know th- th- these younger guys have twice as much time left in their career uh, and, and that's what what perhaps factors into the thinking of certain clubs.
1: Totally I, I do think though the superstar thing Martin was something that Sir Alex Ferguson didn't he didn't want to have that Galacticos um, thing at United which is why he sold Beckham. Cantona um, it was a genius for him and, and he knew that was you know, he, he was older, he could control him. Cristiano was a superstar at Man United. They haven't really had a superstar at Manchester United since Cristiano left. And I actually think Man United need a face of of, um, of their team from a global perspective. I think Paul Pogba could be that guy. He's cool. He's, um, he's into kind of fashion and pop culture. He has uh, really, um, you know, he's daring with with a lot of his style, and, and I think kids will gravitate to him, and I think kids will like that, and I, I think kids do. When you look at his following on social media, I think he's got 2.2 million followers on Twitter. That's not too bad, but there are a bunch of players. Even Ozil has 5, 6 million more followers than him. So that's why I was saying he's a star, but he's not a superstar yet. But with United, he can certainly elevate to that.
0: Well, and the one face of the club right now is the guy in the manager's seat, Mr. Mourinho. Let's talk a little bit about how we think the guy's going to do. I mean, that's, uh, you know, after all, the main reason why United paid all this money is he someone who's going to be able to come in obviously he has some experience of English football spent a lot a long time during his, his youth at Manchester United without fully breaking through into the first team it's a difficult place to come the English Premier League especially your first season some of the greats of the Premier League players like Didier Drogba struggled in their first season before going on to greatness what do you expect from Palmer? do you think he's going to adapt quickly or take a bit longer or not at all
1: well I th- I think because he's Played and been there before. It's not going to be like he has to go and settle into a club and his environment. He was there for a little bit of time. I also think that he immediately becomes an asset to the team because he fills that midfield void that I don't think they filled since. I, I dare I say, skulls. How far back is that going? Um, I'm going to have to think here a little
0: bit. No, yeah, I mean, you're talking seven or eight years since they've had that kind of player who can do it. I, I think his size is a factor. I think uh, English defences historically have done well at coping with tall and lanky strikers. I don't think they've done well at dealing with tall, speedy and skillful midfielders just because you know, they really haven't been any players of that type in England. I think that will pose problems. Uh, I think teams won't quite know. Whether to give him too much attention or end up not giving him enough. Um, and I think he will be a, a productive player. And I tell you what, that partnership with him feeding Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who scored a very, very good goal uh, in his uh, in his opening preseason game for Manchester United, is going to be interesting, could decide United's season, could have a big factor in the Premier League title race.
1: And he's got the creativity and he's he's got the vig- vision. And as you said, he's really well built. He's very, very strong. And not only for Zlatan, he could make players like Ante, Martial and Marcus Rashford um, younger players around him better as well he's definitely the kind of player that when he has great games he makes everybody look really really good and you know he's also he he's not only is he built really well and he's he's but he still has a little bit of pace behind him too Martin he's a big guy uh, but he's very mobile he's agile as well and and I think that his physique is perfect for the Premier League and it's going to be, he's definitely going to make them better. Immediately, he makes Manchester United better. Whether or not Mourinho can pull this new team together and make them operate like a team as opposed to individuals, because he's brought some amazing individuals. And Zlatan, I don't care what anyone says, has a massive ego. Um, I, I think it's going to be a challenge for him. But you know, you would argue that Pogba makes them absolutely title contenders, but he has to pull it all together still.
0: I think so I think when you have Mourinho Pogba and the other signings um, I, I do think United are back in that realm and they'll need to prove themselves they've obviously had a couple of very disappointing seasons but I do think they have to start the season very much in that mix let's not forget that Pogba has a track record of performing on the big stage as well he was named the best young player of the tournament during the 2014 World Cup his performances for France haven't always been perfect but he has stepped up at key times and uh, I think he's a guy who won't necessarily be phased by this. I think he's been used to the attention ever since a young age. He came into the French youth team setups at a very, very young age. And I don't think he'll be necessarily overawed by this. So let's see. Let's see what happens. And let's see where this world transfer record fee goes from this point. It was broken, remember, by Gareth Bale just a couple of summers ago. I'm sure Real Madrid will be back in the mix again next summer or even before the end of this transfer window. So I, this thing's only going to go upwards, Sophie. It's not going to go down anytime soon.
1: No, and I hope he deals with it well because I think people are rooting for Paul Pogba to do well. You, you don't want to see a young player you know, feel that pressure and that stress from, from being the most expensive player in the world. He seems to have that attitude, um, but I don't know if he's a sensitive player in that regard, Martin. But I, I think that overall... He, he'll he wear it well, I think. There are some players that just can't do that. And we've seen British players go for astronomical fees just because they're British and they haven't been able to handle it well. So I hope that he does. It's a lot of money to be paying him each week. I mean, Jurgen Klopp, um, his quote after P- uh, Paul Pogba, the deal went through, he said, if you bring one player in for £100 million and he gets injured, then it all goes through the chimney. Um, that was what Jurgen Klopp said. He also said that... If these fees continue the way they are, they are, then maybe that's when he walks away from football. I wonder if Liverpool were in for him, how he would react to that. Do you think that's just rhetoric because it's the rivalry, or do you think that? I know certainly with Arsene Wenger, he feels that these prices are, you know, a little obscene. Do you think Bob is genuine about that too? Yeah. Look,
0: here's the thing. There's no question for a start that on any level, that amount of money. for a commodity that is has a human part to it is obscene there's no question about that but it's also the reality of modern football I think Klopp is being very very clever I think uh, you know he understands he's more better connected to the Liverpool fan base perhaps than any other manager with their fan base and he understands that when you know your hated rivals down the road are making a big splash yeah you probably don't want to be silent and it's a good way to offset it it's a good way to kind of you know sort of make Liverpool fans feel a little bit better about this and sort of turn the narrative a little bit from what they're talking about. I also think he is probably a little bit, you know, (laughs) on a pure soccer kind of level, a little bit turned off by it. Um and you know he's the kind of maverick character who may just sort of walk away from the game at some point and probably will at some point in the next seven or eight years be like you know I'm I'm done with this I'm gonna I'm gonna go take up a new hobby or something but but there you go but anyway good stuff and interesting topics of discussion the season is closing in quickly. We're just now a couple of weeks away from this thing getting underway all over again. Uh, next, season, uh, next week we've got a, a tremendous episode for you where Sophie did uh, an interview and spent a bit of time in the Arsenal camp uh, with Arsene Benga. Benga had some fascinating comments on some of these very topics we've been talking about today. The transfer market and the transfer window and Arsenal's place in that. Make sure you tune in for that. We'll have a full Premier League season preview coming up in a couple of weeks as well. On behalf of the Soccer Divis Open NickLow, I'm Martin Rogers. Thanks for joining us on EPL Soccer Junkies.